0: Recovery is
1: stupendous, achievable, hope, freedom, freedom, freedom,
0: empowering.
1: It's unique to everyone.
2: A journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down.
1: Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life.
2: For me, it was finding a way to
1: really love myself.
0: My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose.
1: Welcome to Montana's Peer Network Recovery Talks Podcast. I'm Jim Haney, and I want to welcome you, the listener, to another Recovery Roundtable. Today, we're going to be talking about hope, one of the guiding principles of recovery, and really the one that I think most people really kind of zero in on because hope is really where recovery starts. And so I
2: got two special guests. Uh, please introduce yourselves. Bill Devil, Peer Support Specialist for Montana Peer Network.
0: And I'm Ashley McLean. I'm the Recovery Coach Supervisor for Montana's
1: Peer Network. Well, thanks so much uh, for the, both of you doing this once again as we move our way through the guiding principles. And today, yes, hope we're going to be talking about that. Uh, I know in our warm-up, it didn't take much for us to kind of just sort of jump right in. No, this
0: is a really good subject. It makes everybody, I don't know, I can't speak for everybody, it makes me happy. Hope makes me happy, because today I have some, and it wasn't always that way.
2: I know for myself that I didn't know what hope looked like. I didn't know if there was any, but... When I did find it, I think it came in increments, and I was skeptical of even allowing it to take hold in my life because I knew it meant that I had some personal responsibility and that change was going to happen.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. Wow, you were like reluctant.
2: Well, I was kind of torn. I mean, I found hope in in the fact that it was possible to recover from both chemical dependency issues and mental health issues i was starting to see some of those results in my life and and i came to a crossroads where am i going to embrace this or am i am i just going to stick to my old ways and and let this pass and then i could just go back to the status quo and it was a a challenging and Unexpected time for me because I really didn't know the decision that I was going to make. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The beginning of our recovery journey, we don't really know. We have no idea what's in store, do we? No. I mean, we have no, no idea. I mean, none at like, all. Yeah, you can't even imagine. I, mean, I think back, and I'm like, I couldn't even envision things like Montana's peer network or you know, uh, peer support programs. No. Or, yeah, it's like that's not even in the realm of possibility. Well, or- I think
0: we're so selfish too in the beginning. Like we're still really, really, really consumed with ourselves. And I think when I'm, when I'm really consumed with myself, like hope has no, no place there.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: When I'm just consumed with myself and and my and my life and my worries and you know like because I'm one person and I'm sure a lot of you out there listening can relate to this is who talks very negatively to myself. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And hope doesn't have a place in mm-hmm. negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I also think that for myself hope was something that was scary because there was all the unknown to it. And and not only was there unknown, there was There was a chance for me to take a risk and maybe possibly fail, which scared the hell out of me. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't, Mm -hmm. I was so comfortable in the mess that I was in that my mess for me in my life was normalcy. Mm. And so hope was very, very scary and, and. It was something that came slowly through the help of my peers and my mentors and um, going to 12-step programs as well as continuing on in my mental health journey at my agency that I received services from. I had to be willing to be open and honest and kind of tell them, where I was with this whole hope idea thing. And I think they fostered a lot of that in me and gave me examples. And they believed in me before I could believe in myself. Um, And they encouraged me a lot to continue on allowing myself to feel some of those feelings that hope kind of stirred up in me. Right, right, um,
1: right. right. Yeah, I, I... as you were talking there, I was thinking of uh, just different times in my recovery journey, with, with you know where hope played a big a big role. And the one really came to mind was when I first started as a peer supporter. You know, I I just found myself running this drop-in program <laughs> and just these sort of circumstances, and and I remember going and talking with the peer supporter who was in Bozeman and there were only a handful of programs. And I remember, you know, we'd have these little meetings cause he was like six months ahead of where we were. His, he got his program going. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, this line is as peer supporters, sometimes we have to hold the hope for the people who come into the program. That's always really stuck with me for sure. You reminded me of that, Bill, when when you were talking. But for me, in my own personal journey of recovery, started when I was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And you know, a, a person who was in recovery today we'd say they were a peer supporter. Uh, back then, they were just a volunteer, and they right. they were the person who really did that because it was like they had a, the guy had a similar story to me and seemed to have life together, but got to go home at the end of the day where I had to stay in the hospital. And that was something that I was very curious about. I wanted to know how how did that all sort of transpire. And he was really the one who, like you said, Bill, kind of opened me up a little bit. And then I realized, okay, I got to do some work. And yeah. Yeah.
0: I can completely relate to that. Um, I love that saying that you said, Jim about holding the hope Mm because people did that for me and I I always thought that I was doing it wrong and I was never there was never gonna be any hope for me that I was always gonna fail because I had like I had I had fallen on my face so many times like attempting this Mm -hmm. and um there was this woman who like you said came into our place that I was doing outpatient treatment at and um she held the hope for a lot of people and mm-hmm. she sparked hope in a lot of people. And mm-hmm. that was like when I got a fire in me about yeah. recovery and then like later on doing peer support work. I get emotional every time I talk about her, but, um, right. <laughs>
2: right.
1: make means, it means it's real, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. She, um, she changed the course of my life.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, through the years, I mean, just in my own recovery journey and, you know, Pierce Porter and Montana's Peer Network, I think, you know, I think overwhelmingly people talk about Peer's being vital in that piece oh yeah when you agree like i
0: absolutely it's not the system installing
1: hope in you right no
0: i was like if i have to watch another delbert boone tape i'm gonna shoot myself
1: right (laughs) right. It's, it's a person who who is a little further down the road in that journey of recovery that says or does things or believes in you or lifts you up on that absolutely right But, and now when I look back, I think, but that's like, that should be how we operate in life. Period, yeah. lifting other people up. Absolutely. Not telling them why they can't achieve their dreams or why you can't do this or can't do that. I've become very self-conscious of that through, first, my own self, my own actions and words. And when people share things with me, not just about recovery, just in life. If somebody wants to go to school and get a degree or you know, uh, work for a promotion or whatever. It doesn't matter. Get on get on a uh, uh, social security disability or something. How can I just say a few things to be supportive right. in that role? And how important that is. And I think, man, how different the world might be if we had that approach instead of this, like, negative yeah. naysayer. You're never
0: going to be able to do yeah. that.
1: Like, yeah, like we need to just sort of eliminate that. Converse, those conversations because they're not helpful to people. They just crush people and really
2: hold them down. Yeah, I think also when when people are out there and they're even willing to share a thought or an idea that is positive, um, we need to continue on with that same frame of thinking, mm-hmm. and we need to we need to foster it and motivate it. I remember. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was I was thinking about doing a doing a job change, and and Ashley just said one thing. She said, "Sometimes you just have to have faith in knowing what mm. you're going to do mm-hmm. is right, mm-hmm. and just let it be." Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, shortly after that, I gave my two weeks' notice. <laughs> um, and so I just needed I was I was I was fear-based and and I wanted to yeah. to follow my heart and and a dream of mine and and I I just needed one other person to say I believe right that you can do it it'll be okay and I was able to do it and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm yeah. so grateful that that that, that happened yeah. and our words do matter. Oh They're gosh, so I important. Mean... They do. do they ever. Um, and so I, I, I have to be mindful on, on how and why I'm saying what I'm saying mm-hmm. because we mm-hmm. want to hold that hope. We want to encourage hope. We want to mm-hmm. encourage people to be able to have the courage to do something different than what they've always done. Mm-hmm. And, and it's that hope that sometimes motivates us enough to make a change, to do something that's actually going to improve our lives and those
1: around us. Yeah. Yeah. Fear is such a killer of dreams.
0: It is. And I've, I've always been taught that, you know, faith is the opposite of fear. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can think about faith in, you know, the religious way, but I don't, Mm -hmm. I think it's just having faith that, the work that I've done and the steps that I'm taking in my life are going to be positive. You know what I mean. And mm-hmm. even when it doesn't feel like it in the moment, mm-hmm. that um, having faith that it will all work out. It has. Like mm-hmm. my track record for getting through hard stuff mm-hmm. is a hundred percent. Like it's worked out <laughs> by having faith. By having faith. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's so important. I mean, I just think it's a critical role that we can all play as people in recovery with others in supporting them in their dreams and where they want to go or just saying, hey, you know, things can be different. And Absolutely. You don't have to keep using these substances or keep trying to kill yourself like that was my situation. You mm-hmm. know, to just to, to be able to know somebody is supportive and maybe somebody's been there and can relate and Mm -hmm. they did it, you know, it's that whole thing, like if one person can do it, another can do
2: it. If you believe in that. Yeah. Anything is possible. I know my wife has this acronym for hope. It's Hold On, Pain Ends. Oh. Um, And uh which which implies that there's work involved yeah. when you have hope, um, and and sometimes that's scary for people, and I know it was scary for me. I remember when I was going through mental health treatment, and my caseworker and my peer supporter were always encouraging me to take the next class, and they had a, a, a mentoring program and a, and a peer support class. Um, this was up in Washington. But they were pushing me and pushing me and encouraging me and encouraging me and I can look back on that now knowing that they saw something in yes. me that I had no idea mm-hmm. that was there mm-hmm. um, and they were doing everything they could to help me move forward
1: right right exactly exactly
2: and uh, you know I don't know where I would be today if I if I if I hadn't of allowed myself to have a little bit of hope to listen to these people that had my best interests in mind yeah. and, and follow through. Right. Oh. And so hope is, is, is beautiful. Hope is encouraging and there's work involved. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, that was really well said. I think we're going to call it a wrap on that one. Yeah. Bill that that's a good way to I think leave it It leave is it with folks because This is where it begins and ends, and we can all do our part to instill hope in others. Uh, We hope you, the listener, have felt hopeful and inspired by uh, what we're sharing. And this Recovery Roundtable, we're working our way through the guiding principles of recovery. So please tune in for other episodes, and uh, thanks so much. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Recovery works, and recovery is possible.